Are you ready to take your leadership skills to the next level? Do you want to lead with confidence, inspire your team, and achieve your career goals? I'm excited to announce Lead Intuit is now offering leadership coaching. Picture this, 60 minutes of focused one-on-one coaching that will transform the way you lead. Whether you're a seasoned executive or just starting out on your leadership journey, Lead Intuit has the expertise and guidance to help unleash everyone's full leadership potential. With one-on-one coaching with me, you'll develop powerful leadership strategies, enhance your communication skills, build a high-performing team, and achieve your career aspirations. The website, leadintoit.co, is your gateway for us to work together and create a tailored coaching plan to fit your needs and goals. So don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to supercharge your leadership skills. Visit leadintoit.co, that's leadintoit.co, today. It's time for a coffee break. I'm so excited to revisit one of my earliest episodes, episode three with Brooke Brzezowski. This episode definitely packed a punch with the amount of insight Brooke provided. And if you can, I definitely recommend listening to the whole episode, which is in the link in the show notes. But for this coffee break, I chose a segment where she talks about her personal approach to a difficult conversation she had with one of her direct reports. It's so good and provides an amazing perspective on how to approach those difficult conversations. So take a listen and share with a friend who you think might enjoy this too every leader is a little different. So the best advice I could give someone is to figure out how you want to show up for that person. I really try and now what I've really been working on is is compassionate leadership. I mean, I can give you an example. So one of the things that I try to do is really get myself in a space where I'm assuming the most generous thing about that person before I start a conversation which is so hard for me because there are times when like, you know, someone didn't complete a project or someone was being standoffish or someone didn't come in and do the extra work. And I immediately go to, they're lazy. They don't, they didn't even try. They don't care about this. It is so easy for me to go to a negative story. Yes, it's so true. And I think a lot of us tend to do that, right? So what I try and do is get myself into a headspace where I literally write down or say out loud the best assumption that I might have about that person, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, not lazy. Maybe this person is really trying their hardest and maybe they really want to do the best they can, right? And then going at it from there. Uh, One of the exercises that I have is, is I tell people to like pull out a pen and paper, don't write anything down yet, but take 10 seconds and notice everything blue around you. So like, notice everything blue. And then after the 10 seconds are up, I tell them to pick up their pen and write down everything they saw that was red. Mm. And then I ask them, what's that about? And they're like, well, you know, we're focused on something and we missed so many other things. The same thing goes for having difficult conversations. If you're focused on the wrong, right? And if you're focused on somebody, something hurtful or correcting an action or that sort of thing, you might miss what's actually going on. I'll give you an example. For instance, I had somebody who, um, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to pick which, which one I want to like use, right? (laughs) I had somebody who was, (laughs) I had somebody who was like, I, uh, I needed them to come in and I needed them to, um, some of their workout hours and you know, the military workout and fitness is a big thing, right? But the workout hours just weren't conducive that week to some of the mission that we had going on. 
And so I asked for them to cut back on the workout hours during the job, during the, like the actual duty hours. I said, no. And if you do work out, like, please make sure it's consistent. And it was the second time I had requested this and I thought we were clear. Right. And about 10 days went by and she wouldn't talk to me. She wouldn't look at me. And I knew that there was tension in the air. We don't sit that far apart right now. It's like, man, I must've really, you know, I don't know what's going on, but then I started getting daily emails about her work activities, like to, to the amount of times that she had changed the printer ink cartridges, right? Which is not at all what I had asked for, right? So I was like, okay, something. And the first part of me, I'm not going to lie, was like, um, okay, we'll let this go on for It's unprofessional. She's wrong, right? Like, mm-hmm. whatever. If she wants to be passive aggressive, let her do it. I'll let herself burn out was my first thought. And then I was like, I started reaching out to my inner circle and I was like, what should I do? Right. And it's my military inner circle. Do you know what they told me to do? What? (laughs) They were like, you need to discipline her. You need to remind her of her place. You need to make this right. Mm -hmm. This is the standard. She's not meeting it. Right. That's very much our military culture. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there going, but that's not me. That's not my style. I have never liked that. You mentioned avoidance, right? Mm-hmm. I have I have always avoided that type of conversation because it's not the kind of kind of conversation I want to have. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to tell somebody that they're wrong. What I want to do is have a conversation with them. And so this is literally what I did. I took a deep breath one morning and I replied to her email, the daily email that she's sending, and I said, "Hey, I'm not sure what's been going on lately." But whenever and if you're ready, I'm here if you want to talk. Right? Mm -hmm. She shot her a note back. She goes, I'm ready now. So we went upstairs somewhere else. And I sat and we sat down and I literally said, hey, I was like, okay, do you want to tell me what's been going on? I literally asked one question and didn't interrupt her for 15 minutes. Wow. During that time, she literally said she got to a place where she was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I owe you an apology. I think these things were going on for me and these were all the things that were coming up and, you know, da, 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 da. And she really got to a place where she was like, I could do better than that. And I will. Right. I didn't say it. Sarah. <laughs> and she looked at me after, after she was done completely uninterrupted. And she looked and she mirrors back to me what I just gave to her. She goes, what, it, what was going on for you during that time? My, my own direct, my own direct report was like, what was going on for you during that time? She asked her boss, right? Because I just gave her, I held space for her to find, to like work through her own learning on this. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I was like, gratitude, right? One of my big things. Thank you for sharing. Obviously there was miscommunication. I had no intention of going back and repeating anything, right? I was like, blamed has no place in this conversation. We've already acknowledged that we're going to do better, right? And then I made clear requests. What does Brene Brown say? Mm-hmm. clear as kind, you know, but you have to also be in an authority to make that right. If I wasn't, if I didn't have the positional or, or authority or the, what's the other word, the attitude position in order to make it happen, I couldn't make clear requests in the future. In the future, what can we do to make sure that this type of communication doesn't take as long for us to get to, right? And then we worked through those things together, right? Mm-hmm. We got up and I literally went against all the advice I had been given on how to have a difficult conversation. (laughs) And I maintained a relationship of respect and understanding 
with somebody who's important to the organization and to me. But I didn't stand on the top of the mountain and tell her that she needed to come and join me at the top. I literally took a look, assessed that she was probably at base camp, and I needed to come down there so that we could walk up together. Like that is a different type of conversation. Um, and it is difficult, but it is difficult for me to get into that space to even, to even be aware that that was what was going on. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Into It. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help future listeners. If you want to learn more about the podcast or me, go to leadintoit.co. That's leadintoit.co. Thanks again.